This episode is brought to you by The Wanna Summit, the one day that's going to change your life. For more information, go to www.thewellnesssummit.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is That Paleo Show with your hosts, Stephanie Wozolik, Dr. Yana James, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to That Paleo Show, making the paleo lifestyle easy and accessible for everyone. I'm Stephanie Wozlick. And I'm Dr. Diana James. And I'm Dr. Brett Hill. And we're so excited to be bringing you the first episode of That Paleo Show on the Wellness Couch. Are you guys excited? Extremely Super excited. excited. So, um, so today we're just going to give you a rundown of kind of our stories and how we met and give you a little bit of an introduction behind, uh, behind the scenes. So... Yana, do you want to start? Yeah, so we might just um, state our mission or our ideas for this podcast and what we want to achieve with it. And for me, definitely, it's about having a place to send my people who, I can't tell you how many people on Facebook contact me and ask me what I've been doing and I've been seeing your posts on Facebook and what's this all about. And um, so I just want to make a place that's really simple and sort of the the building blocks, the basics of how to get started. Um, And also to give people the knowledge that, you know, help people like me that were um, feeling quite helpless in the whole nutrition food scope of things and feeling like there was no answers to what was going on with their health and their body shape and um, just let people know there is an answer and you've just got to keep trying. Um, and this, this I think makes the most sense out of anything I've ever come across. So yeah. Nice. And of course, Yana's got a pretty cool story. So you're going to get to hear more about that shortly as we get into this episode. And, uh, and it is great. And so I think, you know, my purpose in terms of this show is, look, I just feel really lucky that I've been exposed to so much great information out there. Um, whether that's through my career as a chiropractor or um, through you know going to lots of seminars and reading lots of books and you know interviewing people as the wellness on the wellness guys, which of course is our other podcast show that we do, and uh, and so I feel like I've been really blessed to have this great information and and it's just stuff that I really want to share with the world and I want people to know that it's out there and to have an understanding of you know what is possible and what they can do that's actually going to get them real results and actually make them healthy and you know just share some really s- simple sensible advice with people. And I think along this journey, um, the paleo lifestyle gets fairly criticized by people who've grown up with a different, a different thinking. So it's really important to me that, um, that we validate this lifestyle and that we can make it um, acceptable and, and health, healthy and help everyone. Yeah, great. Awesome. So... Perhaps um, I'll get started with my journey, and you guys are going to have to keep an eye on the time because uh, anyone who knows me knows I could talk underwater with mouthfuls <laughs> in my mouth. I just uh, It's a really long journey, but I'll try and keep it simple and keep it short. Um, when I was a kid, um, my grandma actually con- uh, cured, if you'd like to use that word, her leukemia through diet, and um, we didn't really think much of it. I probably should have realized at that point in time how amazing the human body is and what it can do when you give it the right tools, but um, I was sort of kicked into that journey myself when um, I got a serious vertigo. I was living in Malaysia and they didn't really know what was going on with me. So they chucked me into hospital and put me on corticosteroids and 
as a 13 year old I put on about 10 kilos in a week and my grandma avidly on the phone to my mother said you've got to get her doing anti-candida which is what um, my gran had done to get rid of her leukemia so anti-candida is a, a a diet whereby you don't have any wheat, any yeast, any sugar, any dairy, any um, alcohol. Obviously, I was a 13-year-old, so that wasn't a problem there. But um, <laughs> even dried herbs and, and all food had to be eaten within a, you know an hour of being prepared because you didn't want anything that was going to grow fungus. So you know there were a lot of things that do actually fit with paleo, um, but then there were still a lot of things that that didn't really, I couldn't understand and I couldn't make decisions on it. I sort of had to pull out a book and read up, you know, can I have this or can't I have this? And um, anyway, the, the anti-candida diet really helped myself and my mum with our health issues. And so we stuck to that and then we moved back to Australia. And you know, I was really blessed that my mum, even, you know, from conception, she was extremely good with her nutrition. She didn't put anything in her mouth that she thought, you know, will, will my, would I feed my newborn baby this? No, well, and I'm not going to eat it myself, you know. So she didn't have any sugar, she didn't have any rubbish food. Um, but then we moved back to Australia and uh, I suppose processed food started creeping in. Not in a great, you know, not in a big way. We were still, mum prepared everything from scratch, like she made her own bread and we had, you know, I'd have lamb chops and eggs for breakfast and so really, really good nutritious meals, um, but still, I suppose, based around that food pyramid stuff. So um, having those healthy whole grains and trying to keep as lean meat as possible and really stick away from the fats. And um, so over time, my, my um, health declined and I moved out of home and really went wild with... Uh, eating food that really wasn't appropriate for me and having junk food left, right and centre. And, you know, two-minute noodles as a student, you kind of look at the budget and go, yeah, two-minute noodles, that's good, I can do that, that fits in. And slowly, slowly got sicker and sicker. Um, and I have polycystic ovarian syndrome and um, I saw a gynecologist who said, look, you just need to do more exercise. And I said, look, I'm already doing like an hour a day of solid walking it with my job and she said well you just need to make it two or three hours and you know she said and eat healthy and I told her what I was eating you know healthy whole grains I was having very lean meats I wasn't having any soda I would um soft drinks as we call them I've been listening to American podcasts and picking up the <laughs> vernacular um you know I just drank water and she said oh well your diet's pretty good it's just the exercise you need to do more of that and I just I, I couldn't fathom how I was going to fit in even more exercise into my um, my day. So anyway, I just, I suppose I gave up at that point because I'd been trying so hard. Um, you know, I, as I said, I was eating crap food and then I actually went, no, this is no good. And I started eating healthy and it didn't seem to make much difference. Um, and then I decided, um, or, uh, I hit rock bottom and, um, realized that something had to change. Um, I had to change my behavior in some way if I was going to be healthy. And um, it was actually my husband who was really concerned and said, look, I'm, I'm actually worried not so much about your appearance, that doesn't bother me at all, but I'm worried about your heart and um, I'm worried about, you know, if you're gaining weight at this rate, what is that going to mean for your health in the future and are you still going to be here with me? And so I get a little bit emotional thinking about that. So anyway, I started, I thought, you know what, I've got to change something and the one thing that made me feel healthy in the past was the anti-candida diet. So I went back to that. And found that extremely difficult to stick to. It was really hard to go out and eat, um, which is not the case with paleo, which we'll get onto later on in the in the show. But um, so I stuck to that for about three months, and then transitioned over to just doing gluten free. Um, so I thought, well, gluten free that's that's fairly similar. It's not quite the same, but at least it's taking on some of the same changes that I've made, and I was avoiding wheat for the most part. I'm um, still having a, a 
lot of grain-based food, but the gluten-free grains. And so slowly, slowly I got better and um, I didn't have the heartburn and my um, hormones seemed to normalize somewhat. Um, and then my husband started listening to a podcast and they mentioned um, low carb. And so he came home and he sort of told me all about it and it seemed to make sense with my physiology and, and the understanding I had of how the body works. And so we, we tweaked it slightly. So I kind of fell into doing paleo without even realizing that's what I was doing because I'd already gotten rid of um, wheat and the sugars for the most part and um, it was just those small tweaks and then I started on the board of the CA with um, Dr. Brett and discovered that um, paleo actually was probably what I was already doing there was a few minor tweaks that I could do to really change that and make it a lot more consistent with um, I suppose my ancestry and, and what our bodies are designed to deal with and to break down and to utilize as energy um, and so, you know, with that, it's sort of, it's similar to the anti-candida, except that I realized that there's a lot of starches that weren't personally for me doing me any favors and, um, that, um, understanding that, that fat can be okay, that there are, are okay fats and oils out there and that you don't need to steer clear of those. And once I got that piece of the puzzle, my satiety was so much improved. I was not hungry anymore. I wasn't thinking about food. I wasn't raiding the cupboards for food, speaking of which I don't have really a pantry anymore. I mostly just go from the fridge. It's all fresh food, fresh, fresh food, which is awesome. Um, and you know, what I really love about it is that it, it's so basic in its thinking that it, it makes it easy to understand the choices you have when you're out. So it's not only cooking at home, but it's when you go out, you can go, well, you know, is this something that a caveman could have got his hands on? Mm, probably not. Well, then I'm not going to have that. I'll have the mean three veg things. That's awesome. And, you know, really nice, good steak, grass fed, brilliant, tastes amazing. And uh, it just makes life easy. So that's my journey. Nice. Well, do you want to give a little bit of a shout out to maybe some of those podcasters and authors and stuff who inspired you on your journey? Because yeah, I think you had absolutely. some good influences yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. So the first one that Luke was listening to was actually a tech podcast, and I could not tell you which one it was. I think it was on Twit. Um, but um, he, through that, mentioned Jimmy Moore. And uh, Jimmy Moore is an amazing, amazing guy. He's um, done... Uh, I can't remember the last count was over 600 podcasts, 600 shows. He's been doing it for years. Um, he's a low carber and he's interviewed so many amazing people. And I suppose listening to his podcast and hearing more and more people who do paleo coming on there um, has just given me the incentive and inspired me to, to continue on that journey and refine it more and more. Um, Rob Wolf is another one who, um, I, you know, his book is amazing and that made a big difference for me. Um, Dr. Brett yourself, you're one of my, <laughs> one of my um, favorite podcasts is The Wellness Guys. And, uh, you know, I had a note in here that um, when I first started the journey and was doing anti-candida, Damien said something. He came down to Adelaide and did a, a food talk for our chiropractors in Adelaide. And he said a lot of stuff, which at the time I just wasn't ready to hear, you know. And then I met up with him once I'd been through this journey and come out the other side. He said, I said that to you years ago at the talk. I'm like, <laughs> oh, you know what? You probably did. And I just wasn't in a frame of mind to listen or to hear and take that on board. Um, but definitely the wellness guys have been a fantastic support system in that. And I'm still, you know, I'm behind because I listen to Jimmy's podcast as well. And I've just started listening to uh, Dean Dwyer's Make Shift Happen. And so that's taking up a lot of my driving time. And so I'm still behind in the wellness guys. And <laughs> every time I come to something, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I should have listened to this a year ago. This is so awesome. <laughs> so yeah. 
nice. that's, uh, that's probably my list well, at the moment. It's been a great journey, hasn't it? And I think <laughs> you know we might share uh, some of Yana's before and after pictures, if that's okay with you, yeah, Yana, sure. on, on our Facebook page. So that's if you want to go there and check it out, it's facebook.com forward slash that paleo show. And, uh, and we'll share some of those pictures for you because they're pretty cool too. Um, so, you know, I guess my journey, you know, if, if you are someone who's been listening to The Wellness Guys and you've come across from there, you might have heard it before. But if you're new to this show, then you might not have heard it as well. And, you know, I really started on this journey when I was, you know, around that sort of 18 to 20 years old. Um, and I wasn't terribly unhealthy. I wasn't overweight. You know, I was kind of one of those annoying people that ate rubbish and um, managed to somehow get away with it. Um, although, you know, obviously got away with it as in got away with it in the short term. We all know that, you know, if I'd kept doing that, it would have caught up with me and, and perhaps already was starting to. And so, you know, there were some signs and symptoms there that things perhaps weren't quite as good as they could be in that, you know, I used to have asthma. I used to get, you know, wheezy quite easily. I'd, I'd get coughs and colds really easily. I was always, you know, sick, not, not like super sick, not like in hospital, but just always on antibiotics, always getting coughs and colds. Um, and I used to have heaps of trouble sleeping. Um, and once again, I thought of all these things just as being normal. You know, it seems so common. You know, so many other people seem to be doing the same thing that I just didn't really think much of it. Um, and it wasn't, I guess, until I started my journey of thinking, you know, looking into chiropractic, perhaps deciding I was going to become a chiropractor, going and visiting some chiropractors, that I started getting opened up to this idea that my body's not designed to be sick. You know, my body's designed to be healthy, that all these symptoms aren't normal, they're not natural, uh, and that maybe some of the, you know, lifestyle choices I was making were having an impact on that. And, you know, looking back on, back now, I guess that maybe kind of makes me laugh because I look at what I was doing and, you know, at the time I was working at a hardware store, sort of working my way through school and uni and, you know, an average lunch for me would be a pie, a pasty, a 1.25 litre soft drink um, and sometimes a Mars bar as well. And, and I would have that like, multiple times a week. Like that wasn't a rare occasion. That was just what I did at lunchtime. And I look back at that now and think, wow, like it's, it's actually quite phenomenal that my body was dealing so well with what I was feeding it. Um, although, you know, I think you get away with those things better when you're 18 or 20 years old than you do when you're 30 years old, you know. So, um, you know, I realized that, hey, maybe there's a better way of doing things and started to change my lifestyle. And, and for me, it's been a very slow, gradual change. You know, it wasn't an overnight change. And I guess perhaps because I didn't have that you know, massive driving force to think I have to change this now because of X, Y, Z. It was more, this is just stuff I want to change because I know I'll do better. And so gradually over that time, you know, I've just gradually changed a lot of things about my diet and lifestyle. Um, you know, I've been really lucky and fortunate to be involved in the chiropractic community where I've gone to lots of seminars and met lots of great mentors and learned this awesome information. Um, and obviously that spurred me on to want to learn more and learn more. And so I was kind of conscious you know, constantly just going through books and seminars and trying to learn and learn more. And, and the more I learned, the more, I guess, frustrated I got in that, you know, what I was learning and what I was discovering and what I was experiencing with myself just wasn't known. Like people out there in the community had no idea about all this stuff that we were talking about and learning. It was there in the research. And you sort of think, well, this just isn't right. You know, I've got all this information. We've got to start getting it out there to more people. And so, that kind of started me on a journey of wanting to do, you know, more seminars in my practice, trying to, you know, inform our practice members. And, you know, that then led on to me wanting to write a book. And so, you know, having gone from someone who honestly just was the last person you would ever expect to write a book. I think one of the first sentences in my book is actually that if my English teacher realized that I'd written a book, you know, she would just be shocked. Like, I was terrible at English. I stopped it in year 10. I was no good at writing. Um, you know, I'm really fortunate to have a wife who's very supportive, who also happens to be a journalist. So she kind of taught me how to write, which was very handy. And, uh, and so I wrote a book. Um, I started doing some wellness coaching and, and sort of meeting with people one-on-one to help them, you know, change their lifestyles and, and, and that sort of stuff. 
Um, and then obviously started up the Wellness, uh, the Wellness Guys, which was um, you know, a project I've been doing with Damien and Lawrence. We've been going for, I think, about 18 months now. I actually have no idea what, what episode we're up to. Um, and, and that's obviously just taken off. You know, but between the three of us, we've had a good chemistry. We've had a good combo. We've been able to share some great information. Um, we've had some amazing guests and hosts on, which for me has been fantastic because it's been almost my way of keeping on learning. You know, I've actually found that now, instead of having to read the book, I can just go straight to the source and ask them questions and it's fantastic. And so we did the Wellness Guys. It, it's been the number one health podcast in Australia for, for about the last 12 months, you know, on and off, but pretty consistently. Um, and that enabled us to start this new project, which is what we're now part of, which is the Wellness Couch. And so... Um, we've now got all the different podcasts on thewellnesscouch.com. You can go there and listen to, I think at this stage we have six different podcast shows. There's another three on the way. Um, and so we're just getting that message out to more and more people. And, and I guess, um, you know, I'm really excited because, you know, I'm very passionate about the paleo side of things, as you've probably guessed if you've been listening to the Wellness Guys show at all. And, uh, and I do get a bit of flack about that at times from Damo and Lawrence, which is all good fun. Uh, but I'm really excited now to come with you two and, and just do our special own paleo show and talk about all things health and all things paleo and paleo food and paleo fitness and all that sort of stuff, which is going to be really fun. So, so that's me. Let's hear about steps. Ah, well, I uh, I grew up in a pretty normal Canadian family, um, which is where my accent is from. For all of you who is don't recognize it, normal Canadian family. Yeah, I'm I'm the token Canadian of the show. We've got La- <laughs> Lawrence on the other one. I'm the token Canadian. Um, so we get to pay you out like we pay out Lawrence. Absolutely. <laughs> nice. Yes. Um, but I mean, we ate reasonably well. We certainly didn't eat much takeaway, but I also didn't like vegetables growing up at all. Cucumbers were my favorite vegetable, and potatoes. I loved them. Um, but so my diet wasn't the best. Uh, but my dad always found some new health facts here and there. So, like not to use antiperspirant because of the aluminum, or to limit your use of painkillers, or don't microwave. Um, what do you guys call it? Cling film. Uh, yeah, um, glad wrap. Yeah, glad wrap, right? <laughs> so so I, I knew those things growing up, but we definitely still used the medical system when we were sick. And um, and then I, I, growing up, I didn't really know what I wanted to do career-wise, but I always knew I wanted to move to Australia. It was just, I guess, the literally the polar opposite of Canada. <laughs> and um, looking for adventure and trying to get out of my comfort zone. And I thought I would have my career epiphany in Australia. And, and that's actually exactly what happened. So after a few months of unemployment and falling in love with the TV show MasterChef um, <laughs> and, and learning how to cook delicious food that was not paleo, um, I, I got a job at the mines working, like just doing grunt work and uh, got to explore the outback. And I had 12 hours every day that I could listen to music. Um, so instead of listening to music, I decided to make my boring job more exciting and try and learn something. So I started to listen to podcasts and that's how I discovered the wellness guys. And that was really when I actually had my epiphany. So after a few episodes, I was totally hooked. Um, but I was really interested mostly in the diet stuff I was learning. And cause along the way, the only diet I'd ever tried was in university. I tried the food pyramid diet. Um, so in episode number two of the wellness guys, still my favorite episode yet, um, (laughs) was when the guys really tore apart the food pyramid. And that's when I knew, that's when I knew I had to try something new. So, um, at the mines, all the meals were cooked for me, but I decided to stop eating toast and cereal for breakfast. That was it. 
I started having giant lamb shanks and salads and nice. vegetables from the night crew. <laughs> and uh, I got the funniest looks, but it was fine. I, I was <laughs> proud of my lamb shanks. Um, and, and because of that change, um, I stopped having crashes essentially throughout the day. Um, so hypoglycemia had always been a problem for me. My friends and family called my crashes a food crisis. Um, <laughs> I cured them by carrying around granola bars and ate, eating one whenever I felt one coming on. Um, my mom would always carry around food with her as well. Uh, but once I changed my breakfast foods, I stopped having those crashes. I didn't feel the need to eat at every break during the day. And, um, and that was awesome. And the other change that I noticed, which was never my goal, but I was that I actually lost a bunch of weight. So I'd never been overweight, but the layer of fat that had been slowly growing in my twenties over my body just literally just disappeared in a matter of a few weeks. Um, just from changing my breakfast foods, not amazing. being full paleo. Yeah, so amazing. So many people find that too. Breakfast, once you change that, it just it starts the, the cascade of all the other things that you're just like, wow, what else can I do? This is cool. Yeah, it starts yeah. your day off much better than you've ever started your day off before. Um, so that's pretty much when my research addiction started. So day and night, I just could not learn enough about this stuff. Every spare minute I had, I was reading blogs and books and I had very little t spare time when I was at the mines, but every minute I was on blogs and, and brought up books and stuff with me. And when I ran out of wellness guys, I found new podcasts to listen to and, um, really started to accelerate my learning, especially with paleo. Um, so to take it to the next level, I went to go see Dr. Brett for some wellness coaching and then later for chiropractic. Um, I really, I guess, just wanted to confirm that what I was doing wasn't too good to be true, that there was a real person out there doing it. And, um, Easiest person to wellness coach ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. And, um, so eventually, I guess, after complaining about my job at the mine so much, Brett offered me a job at his practice and strongly suggested that I become a wellness coach. Um, I was shocked at first, <laughs> like the Dr. Brett Hill just offered me a job <laughs> and said that I could be a wellness coach. So that was flattering. But after some, uh, some really strong encouragement from my partner, Ryan, he just said, yeah, you should definitely do this. You've been miserable. Just do it. Like you love this stuff. And so that's what I did. I just kept researching. I took a coaching certification. Um, I eventually went full paleo, um, so not just breakfast anymore. And now here I am recording a podcast. So that's so exciting for me. Yeah, we love it. We love having you there. It's so great to be able to just focus on adjusting people when we're adjusting and, and say, look, you know, you really need to know this stuff. And it'd be great if you could either come to our talk or better still, come and see Steph for some coaching because she's just amazing. Yeah, absolutely. so good. Absolutely. Well, Spreading I've been sitting in with Steph as she's been doing it and, and developing as a coach and it's amazing. Like She just does such great stuff and has such great ideas for people about how they can change and what they can do. And, and I'm just glad that I don't, I don't need to do it anymore. I'm like, great, I can stop the world as coaching i can handle off the stairs she takes care of everybody and just does a brilliant job and so it's uh, it's been a cool journey and 
And I guess speaking of cool journeys, like we've really seen, I guess, from you know, some of the people in our lives that have had some really cool journeys in paleo. And I know, Steph, you were talking about your mum mm-hmm. and some of the changes she's seen. So Yeah, so I guess that's kind of where my coaching career started, so to speak, was with my mum. She started paleo a lot more strict than I did. Uh, Started listening to the wellness guys, was really interested in that. But her goal was to get off of her cholesterol medication, which is why she was a lot more strict about it. Um, And her changes were dramatic. So almost immediately, her arthritis went away, which as we know, the inflammation from grains and sugars can really inflame your joints. So that went away. And um, after a few months, she lowered her dose of medication. And then a few months later, she actually got the clear from her doctor to go off of them completely, um, along with a lot of other blood blood, uh, measure improvements as well. Um, and then on top of that, this, the same story we hear all the time is that she lost a lot of weight, weight that she wasn't able to get rid of over many years. And she actually now fits into my old clothes. When she came to visit, she, uh, tried on all my old stuff and packed her suitcase. She'd be hating that, wouldn't she? (laughs) Oh no, she loves it. She just just told me yesterday that some of the pants that I gave her are getting a little loose. So, um, so that's That's really funny. And, and just what I think is the funniest change that she's noticed um, was she's been to her dentist twice. So I guess every six months she goes to the dentist and they have been shocked that not only have her gums stopped deteriorating, but they're actually improving. Yeah. So they've never seen that. And this is two visits in a row. She was really excited to go back and see if wow. they improved. And, and again, so they, that's just another surprising, surprising yeah. effect of paleo. It's amazing all the different stuff that changes, isn't it? I mean, I know, Yana, you've got a friend who's been dealing with some stuff up in Queensland and you've been speaking to her and um, obviously perhaps without naming names, you might like to share a bit about her journey and what changes she's noticed as well. Yeah, so um, a friend of mine has um, (laughs) was diagnosed with MS at a pretty young age and um, she, uh, I think, I'm not even sure how she came across paleo. I think she watched the Dr. Terry Wall's TED Talk and um, changed what she was eating and had the resolution almost immediately of of most of her MS symptoms, which was really, really cool. And she's doing great. She just had this residual hip pain that um, uh, wouldn't clear up. And um, she'd been, you know, talking to me here and there and she was seeing Cairo and physio and um, and I was saying to her, look, you know, it's been there a while. I think maybe you need to investigate this a bit more. It should have cleared up. You shouldn't be in so much pain with it. And um, I suppose the the next change was she changed some of her drugs around. One of the drugs that she was on was actually um, a chemotherapy drug in a very low dose, and they used that for to treat some MS symptoms. And she found that every time she had that, she'd had this excruciating hip pain. Uh, so she went into her um, the person, her primary care provider for the MS, and um, he finally put his hands on her and, and touched her pelvis and she sort of yelped in pain and he realized that that wasn't that wasn't an MS thing which is what I'd been saying for a while and um, so she went and had some x-rays and discovered that it was a, a bone cancer which is pretty horrible um, and so she's been going through chemotherapy and continuing to do the, the paleo um, and within five out of 17 chemo treatments, the uh, cancer had shrunk by 50 or 60%, which is wow. amazing. She hasn't had or hadn't had at that point in time any of the nausea or the vomiting or the inability to eat or the anorexia that usually goes along with chemotherapy. She's doing amazing, able to keep food down, and she's still improving. Um, you know, she's still got a long road to go. She's now having radiation therapy as well, but um, she's 
doing amazing and I think you know without the paleo she'd be in a completely different place and without that she's you know receiving a regular chiropractic care and acupuncture and you know I think when you're faced with something like that do as much as you can do all the things that feel right for you that fit with your um, philosophy on where you're at with your health and you know I definitely think that the nutritive value of food is so important when you're trying to um, get your body to perform at its best and, and yeah I'm just really really proud of her. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's the consistency of these stories that's really I guess inspired us to want to really share this message, isn't it? I mean, we see it in our practice, we see it with the people we talk to that, you know, really consistently we're hearing the same stories over and again about weight loss, about energy levels, about immune function, about, you know, all these different things where people are just getting their diet right and just how much difference it's making to just you know, a whole range of things. So, um, yeah, well, it just, I've got two more stories. In fact, I've just thought of my, my, um, mum is one, right. And so she, she's now doing paleo and she's had a lot of health issues. And so some of the things she wanted to clear up haven't, um, but digestive function is so much improved and she's really happy for that because it gives her a lot more hours in her day. So that's good. Um, for me, I gained an extra four hours each day. I wasn't falling asleep on the lounge at 8.30 at night and dragging myself out of bed at eight. I, I'm able to go to bed quite happily now at 10. 30, 11 o'clock and get up at seven um and my in-laws um my father-in-law just stopped eating wheat pretty much is the only thing he changed he changed his breakfast to being eggs and stopped eating wheat uh, across the board he's well not quite he still has beer um mm-hmm. but he lost like 15 kilos just from doing that just from getting those noxious grains out of his diet and so um, and my mother-in-law as well is doing amazing um she's always had a pretty awesome figure but she's just finding it even easier and having more energy so it's just so many people we can help with this stuff i'm keen to get the word out yeah, so look, I think we've got a couple of minutes left, so maybe we can just finish by saying, I guess, what we're most looking forward to on that Paleo show. And, you know, I think for me, what I'm really looking forward to is um, just being able to interview lots of really cool Paleo guests. Like, yes. you know, one of the things oh, I've yes. found on... One of the things I've found on the Wellness Guys show is that, you know, it's not just a paleo show. You know, it's a very broad, all-encompassing show. And we cover lots of different topics. And we all do have eat slightly differently and have different philosophies. And so, you know, we've deliberately not just gone out and just slammed all the, you know, paleo interviews. So, you know, there's definitely some people there I'm really looking forward to interviewing that's, that's going to be really cool going forwards. And I know we've got a couple of really cool ones lined up already, which is super yeah. exciting <laughs> given that we're just recording our first episode. So, so that's what I'm looking forward to. How about you, Steph? Well... Um, our idea is to do 12 episodes to teach you guys essentially the basics of paleo, how to get started and the really important information that you'd want to know. And what's really exciting about that to me is that, especially as a coach, but as, as someone who just cares about everyone's health is, is that something you can refer other people to? That's something that I can use as a tool to, to just help other people understand and realize that paleo is simple and that it works flat out it works <laughs> yeah awesome um i'm probably mixed with both of you i'm so excited to interview a whole heap of, of you know idols in my life and um nutritional um inspirations and exactly like steph i'm i you know I'm, i suppose i'm sort of hacking life a little bit here and and taking some stress out of my life which is totally paleo um mm-hmm. by not happening to explain this stuff over and over and over again to people it's it's really exciting to be able to say look this is this is going to help you start with this and then if you have questions more than happy to help you but this is an excellent starting point for the basics so that's what i'm excited about Well, thank you to everyone who tuned in today for our first episode, and we are so excited to keep sharing more and more episodes with you. Um, So until next week, check us out on Facebook, share your story, and help us grow the Paleo Tribe worldwide. 
This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives.